0: Hello and welcome to Stroke Surviving the Odds. Thank you so much for choosing to be here. My show is about me sharing my story and intertwined with it is all the tricks and the ways of life that I have learned over 24 years. Let me introduce myself. I'm Karina and I suffered a brainstem dissection in March of 1999, which led me to a coma and a locked-in syndrome. But fortunately for you, I am here today. Very clear mission of mine is to empower you to live your best life after stroke. It's to inspire you to go right ahead and tell your story because you never know who's listening and who needs your inspiration. And I am here to give you hope that there is a beautiful life to live after. My episodes are very valuable, full of information. I know that uh, you're going to want to download them in order to listen to them properly while you are doing your own rehabilitation. And it's a very easy listen, so I encourage you to do so. I had a goal when I started my podcast a little over a year ago, and it was just to reach one person, make one person feel better about their situation. That's all I wanted. Turns out that this show is now number seven. Five months ago, it was number eight worldwide. Now it is number seven. That means that people are becoming more and more aware And people are getting all the information and they're liking the information because they keep coming back for more. And you know what? It's not my show. It's our show. You are my listeners. Without you, I've told you before, without you, there is no stroke surviving the odds. So I'm happy to announce that we are now number seven worldwide in our category and We are in 27 countries and in seven continents. Bravo to us. My angle on Facebook is stroke surviving the odds underscore the pod page. And on Instagram, I am s s t o underscore the podcast today's episode is going to be very interesting so what do you say we get right to it and we do it the first thing I want to do right now is tell you how to save energy on a daily basis in your daily life Uh, you've heard me many times say how tomorrow starts the night before therefore tomorrow starts tonight I'll give you a couple of scenarios and you can adapt them to your way of life. And tell me what you think in my, uh, on my Facebook or Instagram. Tell me what you think. So the first scenario is that you have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. And you're going to bed. What are you going to do before going to bed? In order to save energy. In order to save time, frustration, arguments. Maybe with the kids and the husband and this and that. How about this? How about you get ready the night before? Next to your purse, you make sure your keys are there, so you're not going frantically around the house looking for them at the last minute because you're running late. How about you put your glasses, uh, your phone charger, uh, anything, your driver's license, very important. You are going to be saving energy, trust me. If you keep everything together, ready to go, that is going to be a big big help to you and you can definitely spend time afterwards quality time quality minutes with the rest of the family before the day starts if you guys didn't figure it out today's episode is gonna have two parts right now we are talking about saving energy on a daily basis and I'm on my second scenario let's say that tomorrow you have PT and OT in the morning What are you going to do tonight? You're going to put your clothes right there next to the bed. Your shoes, your clothes, and you're going to set the alarm a good 20 minutes before. I know you need your sleep. And you're going to tell me, Karina, you're nuts. Trust me if you are new at the game of survival. (laughs) As I'm trying to be funny but it's not really working but if you um, you're going to need that 20-30 minutes to get dressed to put those socks you know how hard it is to tie your shoes even with velcro so I want you to allow yourself that time to get ready and not stress over anything now I have something else to say let's say you have your your two appointments tomorrow your physiotherapy and your occupational therapy I suggest that when you do book your appointments that you book them before 2 or 3 as a stroke survivor myself I know that I still have the most of my energy before 3 p.m. So I always I remember back then, I would always make sure that I would book my appointments together. Now, as stroke survivors, what happens is that we feel like if the doctor tells us something, it's super important and I can't argue with it. So it's like we are at the mercy of other people. But in reality, if you want to regain some sense of normality for yourself, some sense of control of this uncontrollable event that just freaking happened in your life. Just by booking your appointments at the same time. Say the doctor's secretary, can you come at one o'clock on Monday? And you can't because your other appointment is at two o'clock. You will ask, I can't do one, but can I I book two? You see where I'm going with this? And therefore you're gonna be saving energy because you're gonna be less frustrated you're going to be less frantic to go back home. You're going to be running late. You're going to want to have to do everything. You're just going to save that energy for yourself. Trust me, it's it's a skill. It won't happen overnight, I'm telling you. But in a matter of months, if you do this now, in, by the time summer really hits, June, July, you are going to have this really down pack. So trust me, the night before, get your clothes ready. When the alarm rings, you get up. You do not snooze. If you know that you're a person that likes to snooze, put your alarm 30 minutes before, 40 minutes before. But always allow yourself a good 20 minutes to do your thing. I've never used transport. I've never had to. Um, for those of you who do use transport and you get the chance to order it before, the night before, the day before, try to do that so you're not waiting and waiting. Everything can be done the night before, the day before. You just have to have a little bit more organization for yourself. That organization is going to give you back that sense that i was telling you about that sense of control that sense that you are now independent you are taking charge of your own life take me for example when i come and do my podcast Yes, I free flow. Yes, I talk to you. Uh, I am not scripted. I've told you that before. I'm not scripted. I do have bullet points of things that I want to talk about that I think are going to be important for the episode. But I do prepare myself. I do prepare myself uh, to think of everything that you guys could think of. And if I'm missing something, please feel free to reach out on any of my platforms. Facebook is stroke surviving the odds underscore the pod page. And on Instagram, I'm at SSTO underscore the podcast. Most of my listeners are female. Therefore, I don't know if you're a stroke survivor yourself or a caregiver. But what I do know is that when a woman in the house is in a good mood, everybody's in a good mood. So imagine if you get up and you're ready and you're in control and your day is going along, it's starting on the right foot. Others in the house are going to benefit from your good mood. If you're not frustrated They won't be frustrated. As survivors, we often think that everything is about us. But we don't know, but the other person in our life also has things going on, right? And they have to put their things aside to help the surviving one. And it creates a lot of friction and frustration. But imagine if you're actually up early and you get to take the time you need to do your thing before you leave. I can only see positive here. Before I jump into section two, it's all a matter of being prepared. So yes, there are things that you can do the night before, but if you know that you're going to be doing the grocery, how about you get the recycling bag and the... uh, Everything, the empty bottles and everything by the door so you are ready. You are saving energy. You are saving time. What do you think about that? I'm going to give you a couple of scenarios that are going to help you regain that energy. There's things in our life that we can't control, such as the temperature or sickness or a stroke. But there's a lot of things that we can control. So what I'm gonna do right now is give you a couple of scenarios to help you regain that energy. So the number one thing that I have found is that a lot of people out there are people-pleasers. And if you're one of them, chances are you are feeling very depleted. You're feeling like you are the one who's always giving, giving in, right? How about you start putting your foot down nice and politely, but you put your foot down and you start doing things that you really enjoy. Because life is all about compromise. Whether you're in a marriage or in a friendship or whatever, it's all about compromise. And trust me, you are not being rude and you are not being selfish. And the other one is about allowing yourself to be vulnerable opening yourself up to new experiences meeting new people new languages but i'm being vulnerable by just by being here with you i am being vulnerable when i go live when i do my lives on facebook i'm being my authentic self but at the same time i'm opening myself up to the possibility that maybe i'm going to meet someone that's going to drastically change my life, my professional life, any, any side of my life. I really believe that God's plan A is always our plan B. In my case, it might be CDE. I'm up to J right now, but you know what I mean. And being vulnerable allows you to build emotional strength. To grow some character. You know, when we are vulnerable, uh, it opens ourselves up for people to either criticize or critique or say things that are not necessarily what we want to hear. And that is what helps us to build character. And you don't always want to act tough. You really don't always want to act tough. But you can easily say, oh, I never thought of it that way. Thank you so much for your feedback. Something like that. But you don't always have to act tough. My favorite, setting boundaries and limitation. Yes, they're very important in our personal life. But they're also important in life period. You know, at work, it allows you to know where you stand. It allows people to not take advantage of you because you don't let them. You know when you're in limbo also where you don't know where you stand, I'm not sure, it's exhausting. You know how much energy you're spending there? It's really exhausting for me just thinking about it right now. It's better to be raw, transparent, Say what you gotta say, say what you think. You know, I'm always saying, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, and I know that. I know that some people can't stand me. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but I'm somebody's cup of tea. And the same is true for you. Just don't be in limbo, because it's exhausting. Another way to save energy is by saying no. It's okay to say no. Um. Example: You're at work and your coworker comes in and puts a stack of files on your on your uh, desk. And oh, thank you. You're gonna do it for me. Thank you so much. You're a doll. And they they run out. How about you say no to those people? You're going to avoid yourself some frustration and feeling neglected and feeling like they're taking advantage of you. And speaking of taking advantage, a lot of people think that because they are family members, that you automatically have to say yes. Now, you may have been raised that you have to say yes. We don't have to do anything in life. We do feels right and if you feel like like helping out absolutely and if it's a no you really really don't want to you say politely beforehand you don't wait till the last minute but you say politely I'm sorry I have something else you'll have to find somebody else of course family members are going to be upset because that's what they do they're upset at us all the time you know what It's okay. It's really, really okay. Don't dwell over it. Don't feel bad over it. Just take it for what it is. They'll get over it. Worry is never, never a good thing. There's actually nothing good that ever came out of worrying. If you think of our grand and our best inventors, they were not the worrying type. They just never gave up, right? Thomas Edison, he did his trials like over 900 times before getting it right this one particular time. He just didn't give up. So why worry needlessly? My my social worker would tell me that because I was one of those people that would constantly worry about everything, everything except myself, and even when I was worrying about myself, it was Not good. So why worry needlessly? Things that we don't have control. I told you before, things we don't have control. Why worry? Whatever has to happen is going to happen, right? So you might as well try to do the best that you can and enjoy enjoy the ride really enjoy the ride i know i sound like a broken record maybe or i sound like a post that you see on instagram but i'm serious we spend so much time me included big time we spend so much time worrying or thinking or reminiscing or We're tormented by certain things. Why do we do that to ourselves? So, when you're not a people pleaser, when you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable, when you learn to set healthy boundaries to the people around you and to say no to your coworkers that are asking too much and to your family members, you're going to see that your life is actually going to become way better. So the bottom line is really to think of yourself as a stroke survivor. You already don't have a lot of energy to spare. Of course, as the years are going to go by, you are going to regain stamina and energy. But for the time being, how about you you get your things down pack and you try to save as much as you can. And I promise you that when you're at home and you do those little things that I told you about saving 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and being in a good mood, trust me, the people around you are going to follow your league and are going to be in a good mood as well. Try not to be a people pleaser. Try to say no once in a while and see what happens. On Facebook, stroke surviving the odds underscore the pod page, And on Instagram, I am at SSTO underscore the podcast. It was a pleasure talking to you guys, and I love you very much, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.